Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm in this world and they made me a monster. Welcome back to 32 Fans in 32 Days. I'm Alex Jesser and with me is my friend of how many years, Akiva Wienerker? I just, I just popped on Facebook and the top is like, happy friend anniversary, you... And Alexander Chester, four years. So, happy four-year friendship. Yeah, I mean, it probably feels like a lot longer than that. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> and I never get too those two, so they must know that like you haunt my dreams, my, my yeah. nightmares. So anyway, Keeve, we're uh, what, what are we like five or six deep into this? And um, this this week we uh, we come to another team. I think this is a team I hate much more than you, right? I'm da- I'm six. always down on them, but I don't I don't root against them. I just know that they stink usually. Recently, yeah. Well, my my hatred for them is limited to one game. Sure. Obviously, yes. After the 2009, yeah. look, Chris Rock said the other day on Twitter. I think he said, "I'm going to get it wrong," but I think he said, "If uh, if nine guys decide to hang out with a Nazi, now you have ten Nazis." Yeah. And that's sort of my feeling about the Saints. Like, if a team decides to hire Greg Williams, well, now you're a team full of Greg Williamses. So, sure. So now you hate the Rams. And, and, well, he's on the Browns now, isn't he? Yeah, the Browns. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of teams I hate, but but the only team where his where his perfidy really affected me personally was, you know, Bounty Gate. So, you only hate uh, Nazis uh, if it note, affects you personally. <laughs> yeah, first first they came for the whoever Greg Williams came for first, <laughs> and I didn't say anything, but then they came for the Vikings. That's right. And when they came, yeah, exactly. Pastor Nee Miller was talking about uh, 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 football. Anyway, so, yeah, so you've already heard him, but on our podcast, I think for the first time, our third or, or something like that Saints fan we've had on the podcast, Paul Elliott, uh, a big Seinfeld fan and a Saints fan as well. So, Paul, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, sir. Thank you for, for having me. I'm and, uh, excited to be I, let, here. Let me start with this question before we turn to the Saints. So the, uh, sure. the Falcons-Saints rivalry is something, to be honest, I didn't really know a lot about until we started doing this podcast in the last few years and we heard from Saints and Falcons fans about it. Um, so, you know, most 99% of Americans were rooting passionately uh, for the Falcons by default against the, the Patriots in the Super Bowl. You, uh, how, was, how was your uh, perspective on, on the most recent Super Bowl as a Saints fan? So uh, I would actually throw myself in that category. I, I kind of get tired of seeing the same team win over and over again. Um, I do – obviously when we play the Falcons, I'm, I'm obviously rooting for the Saints. But, you know, I think um, I think it would have been, been cool. But, I mean, I was kind of uh, either way with it. You know, whoever won, I didn't really, really care either way. Um, I – it you know, I did kind of get – not aggravated, but I found it funny how Saints fans all off season have been like, "Oh yeah, the Falcons blew a twenty five point lead in the Super Bowl," and it's like, "Well, at least they were in the Super Bowl." 
I mean, we were, you know, watching it from the house. So, uh, uh, but yeah, I, I but I guess, yeah, either way, it wouldn't, it didn't affect my day either way who, who won. But, um, yeah. Do you think, but did most Falcons fans sort of take pleasure? Excuse me. Did most Saints fans take pleasure? Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Saints Twitter uh, is like full of, you know, 28 to three memes. Yeah, yeah. Falcons still blew a 25 point lead, and the, it's it's like it's like when the Warriors blew the three one lead against the Cavs in the in the finals. I mean, it's the same kind of deal, uh, just on a much smaller scale because it's really only Saints fans. The, but you said that. Saints Twitter, which made me think. Uh, you know, we're involved. Paul, you're on like Seinfeld Twitter. I don't know what Twitter you're a part of, and we're in like the nexus of like. RHAP Twitter and I'm on Mets Twitter and like all these things. What do you think? Which NFL team's Twitter would you imagine is like the worst Twitter? Because <laughs> some teams don't uh, have. I'm I sure mean, there's I like almost no Dolphins Twitter yeah. and Jaguars. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, like for example, like Johnny DeSilvera is the only Titans Twitter right, right. now. Right, I don't think uh, Titans Twitter no. is too big. <laughs> uh, I don't. I honestly don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't really get involved in. Uh, hardcore debates uh, about no, that's good. the team. That's, I mean, that's, like probably, I said, that's probably good. Yeah. Don't get the debates on Twitter. Yeah. No, no, no. Usually, usually my tweeting is about how awesome Seinfeld is or, you know, something like that. I mean, or, 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 or out of frustration with the Saints or the Astros right now because that's my, my uh, baseball team. But I, I want to ask you, yeah. Paul, uh, the, um, yeah, okay, sure. so I, I, I always get, uh, there's always a couple Saints fans that get worked up when I say, like, the Saints are basically the Lions, they just don't realize it for the last, like, five years, you know? They're a team that could yeah. make the playoffs but has no chance to win the Super Bowl, have a very obvious ceiling, but there's, the Saints fans still treat them like the team that won the Super Bowl eight million years ago at this point. So are you are you in, uh, you know, Team Akiva or Team Irrational Saints fans? Uh, I'm definitely more towards Team Akiva. Um, I, uh, when I, I was actually listening the other day to your uh, – your guys' quarterback ratings, and you got to Drew Brees, and I, I forget exactly what what you guys said, but basically it was something along the lines of how they the Saints have kind of wasted Drew Brees in this in this era, and I couldn't agree more. I mean, our I mean, draft. you got a Super Bowl out of him, though. No, no, well, no, 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 yeah, yeah, no, 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 not a waste. Akeem no. and I, Akeem and I would murder our children. I'm sorry, oh, I'm what? sorry, I'm sorry. That, Don't say that. I meant, I think, I was saying more. I was meaning more like past that. So, uh, yeah. you know, I mean. Yeah, so we did get the Super Bowl uh, again. Sorry, Chester, for you know the, that that game, but uh, um, yeah, I mean, but I mean, if you look at our just the way we kind of built the team, and I, I think the the analogy to the Lions is is a is a perfectly good one. Um, I mean, our offense every year is top of the league. You know, uh, I was actually looking at numbers today where we're, I mean, we were one two in almost every offensive t- statistic last year, but our defense is. You know, atrocious. Yeah, and, and and it just doesn't get better. And every year, it's kind of like, well, the defense only just, you know if they only get to like middle of the league, and they just they can't. And, and uh, yeah, I'm so yeah. I would. I, I definitely to answer your question, Akiva. I'm definitely more towards you on that on that uh, rationale. All right. So let's ask, let's, so ask let's ask the two obvious questions. I guess starting with the with the what the offense one. Do you um, is like. It, do you expect the team to be, you know, a, a, to again be a top three defense after having traded Cooks? Uh, top three offense. Top three offense. Sorry, I'm off. Yeah. Um, well, I I've kind of my my running joke has been, I think the Saints' biggest contribution to the NFL season this year is going to be the fact that we're, we will be 
majorly responsible for the Patriots going 16-0 and because we gave them Brandon Cooks. Um, I mean, I still think with Breeze, we'll probably be a top-five offense. I mean, if, you know, Michael Thomas has showed last year. I mean, he, had, he was a 1,000-yard receiver last year. Willie Sneed shows some signs. Uh, so, so I, I, it wouldn't shock me if we, you know, digressed a little bit, but it wouldn't also shock me if we were top three again in the league. Well, let's, okay, so let's talk about this upcoming season for a second. Um, the biggest thing that jumps out to me is that this team is already just being murdered by injuries. Uh, Trevon, uh, Taron Armstead, your left tackle, I think he's out for the year. Nick yep. Fairley on a defense that can't afford to lose, you know, impact players out for the year. Yep. Uh, your, your quarterback is almost 40. Your running yep. back, um, when he's not abusing children, is 32 and hasn't played a full season <laughs> in a yep. while. Yep. You know, so it just – this team, you know, Akiva said he's usually down on the Saints. He had him at 24. I actually had him at 25. Our cumulative ranking is 25. Wow. So, yeah. you know, they've been 7-9 and nine every year. I, I think 7-9 and nine would almost be, you know – a decent outcome because there's a chance yeah. that Peterson and, and Breeze either get hurt or just fall off a cliff, and, and you know you're looking at four twelve. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm uh, looking at the schedule. I mean, our schedule's not <laughs> for a team with a defense that we have and the quarterbacks we're playing this year. It's not uh, not conducive to success. Uh, I mean, you know, obviously we open Monday night against the uh, the fighting Minnesota Chester's and. Uh, but By then, the way, Adrian Peterson, if he's typical Adrian Peterson, will have two fumbles in that game, unless the Vikings are just yeah. cursed, in which case level 150 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, and then and then Mark Ingram will get upset about not getting the ball near the goal line, and yeah, it'll be a, it'll be great. Um, but. <laughs> But yeah, and then and then oh, by the way, six days later we have to play Brady uh, at home with Brandon Cooks coming yeah, back. That home. could be an easy zero and so, two, and then then you know you haven't even played a divisional yeah. game yet. The truth is, the NFC. Yeah. If we were ranking uh, divisional QBs, you know, divisions by their quarterbacks, NFC South I think is number one yeah. with a bullet, right? I mean, Jameis is the worst QB in the oh, division. Oh, absolutely. And Jameis would be the second yeah, best and, QB in the yeah, AFC, yeah, and AFC I mean, South. Yeah, and if you watch Jameis play last night, I mean, I know it's preseason against Jacksonville, but it looks like he might be taking a step up this year as well. So, um, yeah, I definitely agree with you, Keeve. I think I think we're I think we're a tough division amongst ourselves. Um, the games played in the NFC South are tough games. Um, now, you know, once we go outside the division uh, and play other divisions, I mean, I, I we'll wait. Well, we'll have to wait and see on that, but. Um, but yeah, I definitely agree. As far as quarterbacks are concerned, yeah, I don't think any division is better than. than Give us ours. the state of the Saints' defense right now. This the address of the Saints. The uh, Saints. <laughs> well, as as Chester alluded to, I mean, we lost our best player, at, well, arguably our best player, Nick Fairley. I mean, Cam Jordan, notwithstanding, as well. But and, I mean, when you when you lose when you lose him, you know, I mean, they've they've got some guys. You know, we, we drafted Sheldon Rankins in the first round last year, and he didn't get to play much. Uh, got injured right away, but and he showed flashes. But I mean, it really comes down to the secondary. I mean, we have Delvin Bro, who now that we, I guess, fired our doctors because they misdiagnosed him. <laughs> Never a good but, sign in the but, preseason when but, you have to fire the doctor. Yeah, yeah. Well, what 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 confused me was so they came out and they said, okay, we're thinking about trading this guy because we're concerned about his injury history, which is not a great selling point, by the way. It's not like, hey, who wants to come trade for this guy that you know can't stay healthy? But besides that, then they say, oh, wait, the doctor screwed up. 
But but my thought was, well, but isn't his? But he still has an injury history, even though like the doctor screwed up, he still has that injury history. Uh, but that notwithstanding, um, you know, we have it, it's it's a young defense. I mean, from what I've I've heard out of camp, uh, Ken Crawley apparently has shown signs of coming on and and playing well. P.J. Williams is showing signs. We we drafted the kid Lattimore out of Ohio State, and he's just now getting to practice. He he was hurt for the beginning of camp and uh, he'll play tomorrow night against San Diego, which will be a test for him. Uh, apparently he went up against Keenan Allen and practice the other day and held his own. So, uh, but you know, I mean, again, it's preseason. Uh, our safeties might be fairly decent uh, with Vaccaro. We drafted a kid, Marcus Williams out of Utah. Uh, he's supposed to be a ball hawking kind of free safety. And then Von Bell out of Ohio state that we drafted last year. Hopefully can step in. They're talking about playing three safeties, putting three safeties on the field at one time. Uh, and, I mean, you know, as far as our linebackers, we signed Manti Teo. So, I mean, th- that's all you really have to know about our linebackers. Our big free agent signing was Manti Teo and Luke Keekley's backup, A.J. Klein from Carolina. Well, the weird so, thing about Teo is he came into literally, the league. He literally, he literally, he literally, he literally. Your career. Right. He's here. He's here. He's here. He's here. Not a Pro Bowl. 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 Like very good player, but you know, good enough to to you know, like still getting good enough to still be getting jobs in the league. But it's funny how little we've heard from him. You know, I wonder if he just like doesn't talk to me or anything. And and I made that comment tongue in cheek. I mean, we we cut our the linebacker that had the most tackles last year for us was Danelle Ellerby, and we cut him, you know, pretty quick into the offseason this year. So. Um, I mean, like I said, you know, looking at our schedule, looking at the quarterbacks we have to play. I mean, we got to play Matt Ryan twice, Cam Newton twice, Jameis Winston twice, Brady. We got to play Rodgers. We've got to play, uh, you know, the vaunted uh, Christian Hackenberg. I'm sure at some point, uh, you know, I mean, uh, so but, that was yeah, kind of a jo- yeah, joke. Yeah, Paul Christian Hackenberg. Uh, breaking news: He played a quarter tonight. Yeah, and no first downs. Yep. zero first downs for the hack. It's exactly yeah, I, how I like it. I We're going to win sixteen, and and I'm loving every second. Well, of it. well, I, I hate to tell you this. Uh, I'm sorry, Kiva. Uh, week fifteen, you know, we play you guys at home, and if and if you doesn't know, matter, doesn't depending matter on how things work out for the year, doesn't well, matter. You guys are going to win. Ryan Nasib is way well, too we'll good. Be for us. Chase Daniel, who's who's the backup? Nasib or Daniel? Uh, Chase Daniel, Chase Daniel, right now. Okay, they're both way too good for the Jets. Yeah, Daniel's also like, yeah, yeah. Daniel's this... been in the league for nine years, and he's never got we. You know, we have a saying here. I may, might just be more me than Chester, where, um, you know, a quarter backup quarterbacks will keep getting gigs until they play. At which point, like ninety five percent of the time, they'll be exposed for sucking, and that'll be it. You know, right. so the. Really, Chase Daniel, the best thing that could ever happen to him is that, like, the Alex Smiths of the world never got hurt, so he's still in the league. The second he plays, he'll either be really good, and then he becomes, like, an older, you know, Garoppolo, where, like, a Matt Castle, where it's like, okay, someone's going to trade for him, or he'll be out of the league that next year. So the worst thing that could happen to Chase Daniel financially is for him to play, ever. Because he will never stop getting jobs, because he has, like, that, like, you know, glint of potential until he plays. Right, and I think uh, he was on uh, in Philadelphia, and I want to say he had a chance to start and got beat out by yeah, last year, Carson by Wentz, Wentz, maybe. Yeah, Carson yeah. Wentz sort of, yeah, so, surprised everyone. So I mean, I mean, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I think Carson Wentz is a is a good young quarterback. He's 
I mean, he's yeah, he's not. He shouldn't be ranked ahead of Dak Prescott. Going back to y'all's conversation uh, on the Seahawks episode, um, but but yeah, I mean, I, I, to your point, Akiva, I think if he was good enough to have been a starter, he would have been a starter, I, kind of. So I don't. Yeah, that's I, fair. I think he's yeah, kind of watch in, tape on him in the preseason and yeah. his limited snaps. So yeah, I'm not. I'm not yeah. uh, bullish on. On, uh, on Daniel yeah. just pointing out that he still gets gigs, right? No, no, I understand. Yeah, but, but I mean, he could start. I mean, he could. I could, I think he could start. Oh, no, he a could. Teams yeah, listen, almost league. every backup could start for our no. team. We don't have a, a guy who's a, a, the Jets. <laughs> truly, do not have a top sixty quarterback. All right, are you ready for America's favorite game, the roster game? I I am ready. All right, pick a number between zero and one hundred. Uh, okay, so I'm going with a Seinfeld reference. Uh, let me see if you let's see if you get it. 85. Ooh, 85. Uh, what is the Seinfeld reference that's 85? Chester in the yeah. cafe. No, 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 no. Cafe. In the, in, okay, in the cafe episode mm-hmm. when uh, Elaine takes the IQ test for ah, George. Ah, okay. Yeah, she gets an 85. And yeah, and, and he comes. She he has comes to retake it. Yeah. Yeah, and and because yeah, right, right. Hello, professor. That's pretty good. Uh, That's yeah. actually a good reference. Okay. Uh, who is Sorry, go ahead. Jake Lampman, Paul? He is a backup wide receiver. I don't know. I know he's out of Ferris yeah. State, I believe. He has an offensive lineman's name, though. Yeah. He does. He does. Jake um, Lampman I can never be like the next Calvin Johnson. I'm just telling you now, just by his name. He's not, well, no. he, he's no. not speedy. <laughs> no. He's a possession That's receiver. That's a coded word. No. <laughs> <laughs> he's. Oh, I, I didn't even mean that. It's what's the uh, Ferris State? Where's that? North Dakota. Sure, I have. I have no idea. Um, what's the old draft combine? He's quicker than fast, or something. Some you know term like that, where it's like, look, he's really he's just slow, but he you know he does what he does what he can. Okay. So Jake, Miami, <laughs> but no, that's about all. Extra, and by the way, it's in Michigan. Uh, I I knew it was that area okay. of the country. Can I get away with that? Yeah, I want to say right now on the depth chart, he's maybe fifth or sixth receiver uh, behind Mike well, Thomas, not, Willie he's Snead. Not the new, uh, he's not the new Brandon Cooks. Uh, who, which, uh, which, do you no, play fantasy no. football, Paul? Uh, yeah, I usually do. Yeah. He's playing, he's playing right. in the, in the uh, Yeah, but again, like, yeah, actually, that could be a... Yeah, that'll actually be the only, that'll oh, be the so only the league I play. No, you don't really play fantasy football. So who... Who, who is, uh, other than, you know, is it Willie Sneed? Is it Michael Thomas? Who's going to be the most relevant fantasy receiver on your team? Yeah, I would say I would definitely put my money on Michael Thomas. I mean, out of coming out of camp again, everything I hear, he's he's uh, showing showing well in camp. Now, again, he's practicing against the Saints corners. Ooh, he's played a preseason game against – he's played a preseason game against Cleveland's corners. Um Again, yesterday they had a practice with the with the L.A. Chargers. I almost called them San Diego. The L.A. Chargers. Uh, apparently, he was going up against their top corner, Jason Verrett, and apparently they they had a pretty contested uh, session. So, uh, but yeah, I would definitely put my money on him. Willie Snead would be a good option as well. Uh, Willie Snead's kind of been that Lance Moore, if you yep. remember Lance Moore from from years past, uh, kind of that mold. Uh, just kind of finds a way to be open. I definitely would stay away from Ted Ginn. Well, yeah, no, uh, I mean, nobody's drafting from him, what but I, he probably will be. The yeah, no, well, yeah, uh, I, I got to watch out for. He's probably gonna. I, I'm thinking he's gonna make the team. Is uh, Tommy okay. Lee Lewis? He's a little short, little shorter guy. He's kind of in the Sproles, but he's mode, a receiver. But he's a but he's a but he's a receiver. I like the name Tommy back. Lee yeah. Lewis. I'm a, I'm a fan already. Yeah, 
Yeah. All right. Yeah, so, absolutely. Chester, do you have the over-under for the New Orleans Saints this year? Yeah, the over-under for the Saints is shockingly high to me. Okay. It's eight. And, again, I think – Yeah, you, yeah, you draw it eight and eight. I'm going to say this right now. Best bet. But Put all your money. Yeah, absolutely. Ask your, like, father-in-law yeah. for, for uh, a loan, you know, like 50 grand, and, and put that on, you know. Call up your relatives. Wait, I, just whose father-in-law has 50 I, I mean, grand I'm s- like the re- – the Not metaphorical mine. father-in-law, you know, the proverbial father-in-law. At, you know, call up your cousins, scrounge up some money, and put every dollar you can on the Saints under this year. Pound it until it, you know, literally goes down to seven and a half in Vegas. That's how hard you should pound it. Is that your uh, Schwami? That, I mean, it's my lock of the year. My lock of the even more than the Jets under, the you know, four yeah. and a half, which is insane. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. By the way, what I'm, what I'm going to infer from that is that not only did Akiva marry a woman who's much too smart for him, got a 15-10 on the SATs, much too attractive to him, uh, for him, much too talented around the house, but apparently she's also no, coming no, for trust more money. No, no, trust me. It was, it was him, not, so. I was not speaking about my own. Trust me. <laughs> Akiva, I, I out, I outkicked my coverage nice, too. Nice, so nice. Okay. okay. Oh, we all, we all, we all aspire to. Yeah, By the so, way, that's not uh, hard. But yeah, getting I think back all three to the, of us, we we didn't need, you know. Didn't take much. Um, no. No, <laughs> no. This is what we're doing, this is what we're doing on a Saturday night. So. <laughs> no, but getting back to the over-under, uh, yeah, I mean, I think eight. I mean, even if the defense improves, I mean, again, looking at who we're playing, just like after the New England game, we have at Carolina, and then we have the London game with Miami, which, you know, I think those London games are kind of a 50-50 toss-up just because of the travel and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, and then we come back and we have Lions at home. Then we go to Green Bay, come, you know, Bears at home, Tampa Bay at home. I mean, and then we got to go to Buffalo uh, after that. And then we play the Redskins, too, at home. So, I mean, we're facing Cousins. We're facing Tyrod Taylor. We're facing good quarterbacks, Matt Stafford. Uh, you know, I mean, the only games that I really consider a lock for an honest, like, honest to God, like, we will definitely win these games or should win these games are the Jets and the Bears, probably. I mean, um, I don't – I mean, the Dolphins – like I said, the Dolphins we should we should win, but, I mean, the, with the London trip, you never know uh, how yeah. that's going to affect you. So, um, All right, Paul, it was so fun to uh, – you know, we've been – A very sobering Saints uh, guest we have today. Sobering Saints thing. Yeah, yeah. We've been talking to Paul online for years, so it's fun to finally meet yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I don't think – you know, we talked to a lot of the playoff-type teams, so I don't think we're going to be speaking to you about the Saints – Later in the year, but well, um, I mean, you know, I, hopefully we'll have, have you. On. Yeah, we can, we can, we can dream. I mean, we can hope, uh, but um, you know, it, it'll be, it would be nice. Do you, think, do you think the NFL should open up an NIT? Because I feel like the Saints would have won the last five. Minutes. <laughs> um, uh, sure, why not? Yeah, I mean, yeah, let's, yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's put that on the collective bargaining table next, next time. Right. I think we need more irrelevant, like pointless yeah, absolutely. games. The preseason, absolutely, enough. yeah. Well, you know what? Just cut and have like a really stupidly low compensate, like right. that. You know, doesn't incentivize the players to actually try. Yeah, you get that. tickets to the Super Bowl if you win the uh, the uh, NIT. Yeah. Oh, the tickets. players, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they have to pay for them, though. All right, I like it. That's a that's a good incentive. They already get two; they could get a third ticket. Oh, oh I didn't and by the way, that. having three tickets to anything is, is so well. They have the option to buy two tickets. I didn't know that. Obviously, if they all did, there would be it would be a disaster for the. Uh, you know, that's why that the whole Mike Tice thing happened, uh, where the Vikings coach was like getting all the coaches and players oh. to like give him his tickets, and they were they were reselling them. Oh, okay. Uh, but I also think like one of the problems was like they don't want the players to buy the tickets because. There's so few Super Bowl tickets available because the sponsors and the fans of the home team and the two teams in it 
get such a big pot like they're you know if everyone who had access the tickets got Super Bowl tickets they they there would be a problem like they don't have enough seats yeah um but yeah that's a fun that's a fun prize a third Super Bowl seat because if you ever had three tickets to a sporting event you know that's the worst number um all right Chester we'll be back with another episode uh you know in real time later today but uh, I guess for everyone else tomorrow and uh, thanks for coming on so much Paul the Saints fan yep and uh, we will see you uh, tomorrow. Thank you, June. Hold on. Paul, uh, other yep. than your, uh, your your Twitter podcast. I like when I close out the show and Chester, like, all right, well, we, got more. Paul, <laughs> we got more. You didn't, you didn't give Paul a chance to, uh, you know. Oh, Paul, give, give, give Paul a plug. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, so I have uh, I have my, my personal Twitter account. It's at Paul Elliott. Uh, it's two L's and two T's underscore 316. I also run uh, Seinfeld Madness uh, Twitter account. It's at Seinfeld Madness. We did the the uh, bracket last year the to determine the, oh yeah I get a yeah. lot of notifications yeah. for uh for Keith yes Olympics. yeah sorry about that uh, <laughs> that's right that's right <laughs> i just try, I, I just didn't want like three people voting in the polls so i mean you know i had the mm-hmm. uh and a surprise winner we had the marine biologist end up winning the uh, that's the fine thing. I'm, I'm very high on the marine right. biologist um people emailing constantly and say like that's the example of you know an a plus plus top storyline but the B, C, and D stories are, are you know, maybe less, you know, lesser than than an episode like the Hamptons yeah. or the opposite or something. Yeah, uh, yeah, I definitely, yeah, I definitely think it's a, a top heavy episode. But I don't I mean, even remember. Is the Marine Biologist in my top nine? Uh, I, I think it is uh, off the top of my head. I'm not uh, sure. I, I don't remember. I came on your podcast for that. If you remember at the time, because I said it was my favorite episode, but now it's not even in my top ten. <laughs> wow. Really? Wow. Okay. Well, I've been I've been doing my rankings time? in real time as your podcast goes along. Sort so. of backward. I. Put a slot, put a episode in, and then, like, if I want to move an episode, if I feel strong with it, then I have to, you know, like it could only like, all right, this has to be twenty-one or thirty-three, nowhere in between, because those spots are taken. Chester kind of did it the smart way. All right, next time around, I'll do it that way. All right, Chester, can we actually sign off now? We can sign off. We'll talk to you tomorrow with uh, another uh, non-playoff team. That's a guarantee. All right, <laughs> bye. Talk to you later, Paul. Thank you. Thanks, guys.
It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply